Welcome to episode one of whatever the name of this podcast is going to end up being. My name is Sean. Hello. Nice to meet you. Thank you for listening to this show. Let's just talk a little bit about what to expect for the next 365 days. While I was looking at Wikipedia, which is just kind of one of my favorite hobbies, I was reading the On This Day section, and I started thinking to myself, it is mind-blowing how much stuff happens on any one given day. And it's just really, really interesting. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to do 365 daily podcasts where each day I talk about something that happened on that day. We're going to talk about a birth, we're going to talk about a death, and we're going to talk about an event. Now, this podcast is going to be daily. And I don't mean daily like five days a week. I mean daily like seven days a week. I hope occasionally I have somebody join me, but who knows? Maybe it'll just be me talking to you every day. Who knows? With that, let's go ahead and proceed. So my hope for this podcast is that you find it funny, you learn something, and while I normally swear like a sailor, I'm going to keep that under control so that you can listen to this podcast with your kid and your family on the way to school and you can learn something new on your way to school. I don't know. The world is crazy right now, as we all know. Let's go ahead and take step one on this journey. Step one is January 1st, the first day of the year. So today we are going to talk about Betsy Ross. We're going to talk about the actor Ray Walston, and we're going to talk about the first ever Rose Bowl. Betsy Ross was born on January 1st, 1752. And if you're wondering where you know her name from, it's because she's widely credited with designing the United States flag. This is going to kind of sound like a dollop episode, but she was the eighth of 17 children, but only nine out of the 17 actually survived. And she was taught to sew by her great aunt. I will be linking all the Wikipedia articles in the show notes um, that have the sources and everything cited. Um, I did try to cite sources when possible, but sometimes it just was hard. So anyways, initially... The person who designed the American flag, it wasn't it wasn't really well known for about the first hundred or so years that the country was around. And it wasn't until the centennial in 1876 that she started to get credit for the design of the flag. What's really interesting is that it's not really known if she's actually the person who stitched the flag. I found that interesting because, you know, in school, we always learned like, oh, you know, Betsy Ross, she hand sewed the flag. I didn't realize that there was actually like some kind of controversy about it. According to the 2008 book, The Star-Spangled Banner, Betsy Ross's grandson, William J. Canby, is the one who is kind of well-known for talking about how Betsy Ross was the one that stitched the flag by hand. The author actually kind of questions if Canby was telling the full truth or if he was kind of embellishing the story to kind of appeal to Americans who were eager to for stories about heroes and heroines of the Revolutionary War. And I found this great quote from Betsy Ross's biographer, Marla Miller. Uh, she argues that Betsy Ross's legacy should not be about a single flag, but rather what her story tells us about working men and women during the American Revolution. And I just thought that that was really interesting. And then... In 1952, Betsy Ross was honored with a postage stamp 
She died January 30th, 1836, so she lived to be quite old for her, you know, she lived to be 84, and in the 1800s, 84 might as well have been like 300, so good for her, she did something right. She was married three times, and she had seven children. So, next we are going to talk about somebody who died on January 1st, and that is going to be the actor... Ray Walston. Now, saying his name, you probably don't know who I'm talking about. If you see his face, you will instantly know who Ray Walston is. His most notable work, uh, he died on January 1st, 2001, so 19 years ago. He is best known for his work on the TV, the 60s TV series, My Favorite Martian, where he played the titular Martian. He was born on November 2nd, 1914, and was 86 when he died. Looking at his filmography on Wikipedia, I was blown away by how much stuff this guy had been in. He had a, an insanely long and prolific acting career. For somebody who I would say is probably not that well-known, his filmography is crazy. I'm just going to kind of read some of his select uh, TV and film appearances. So he was obviously the Martian on My Favorite Martian. He was Judge Landis in Night Court. He was Pops in the 1990 comedy Ski Patrol. He was on an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation as Boothby. Um, he was in the CBS TV series The Stand as Glenn Bateman. And that is where I always remember him from because I love that Stand miniseries. I thought it was incredible. Uh, he reprised his role in Star Trek Voyager as Boothby. He was in the Adams Family Reunion as Walter Adams. Um, and then his final appearance was on the TV show Seventh Heaven, and it aired roughly like 28 days after he died. It was a cameo appearance. But I was just blown away by how much stuff that this guy had done. And considering that in 1994... He was diagnosed with lupus, and he spent the last seven years of his life dealing with complications from lupus. The guy had an absurdly prolific career, and uh, yeah, like I said, his his name is probably not one that you would you would recognize off the top of your head. But once you see his face, you will know instantly uh, who it is. And then, lastly, an event that happened today. So. This one was a little hard because there was a couple that I wanted to do, but when I started kind of looking at them, I just, it was a lot of minutiae and some confusing stuff. Like today is the day when ARPANET um, officially took over at the TCP IP protocol, uh, took over ARPANET, which was the creation of essentially the creation of the internet. And that was really what I wanted to talk about. But when I started doing research on that, there was just so much like minutiae and backstory that I didn't really think I could do the whole thing justice. Um, but when I saw this one as an event that happened today, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this one is good. So on January 1st, 1902, the 11-0 Michigan football team played the 3-1-2 Stanford football team in what would become the first Rose Bowl. Now, what is the Rose Bowl, you might ask? Well, 
I'm sure the American listeners know exactly what the Rose Bowl is. It's one of the biggest college football games of the year. Um, It was originally part of what was called the Bowl Championship Series that started back in 1998. Well, not originally. I mean, the Rose Bowl's been around forever. But since 1998, um, we've had what's called the Bowl Championship Series, which has just been tons and tons and tons of college football games. And it's the bowl games are always like hotly anticipated. Um, a few years back, and I don't remember the exact year, the controversy has always been with the bowl championship series is like, which team, which college team is the best team in college football. And uh, a few years back, they decided to go to a playoff format. And uh, there's three bowl games, one, one, which is the Rose bowl. And they kind of rotate every year on which one is the championship game. But uh, the Rose Bowl is one of the most prestigious bowl championship uh, series games that you can you can go to. Like, if you go to the Rose Bowl, like, you are, you are on point. Um, the first one, however, was not quite as interesting because Michigan just completely annihilated Stanford. The game was so lopsided. The score was 49-0, to zero, and Stanford just quit in the middle of the third quarter. The Tournament of Roses organizer was like, eh, you know, this game was so lopsided, it doesn't really seem that interesting to me. So for the next 13 years, instead of football, which, I mean, right now the Rose Bowl is like the center of the Tournament of Roses, uh, the Rose, all the Rose Bowl parades and all that stuff, um, but instead they decided to do chariot races, ostrich races, and other events. And it wasn't really until 1916 that football became the main event and, you know, came to the prestige that it was today. So that's everything for January 1st. I appreciate you tuning in. This is like, Exactly. I was trying to keep this with between 10 to 20 minutes and this is like perfect. So if you enjoy this, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, I will be working quickly to try to get on Apple, Google, Stitcher, pretty much any place that has podcasts like Spotify. I think if you are interested in coming on, that's great. Like, please send me a message and we will talk and figure something out. I'm trying to make this a worldly podcast. I don't want to focus specifically on Americans or American events. It just sort of happened that way, just with the events and people that were born and died today. Um, But yeah, it will not be... American centric. It's going to be world centric because history happens everywhere. And it's been really interesting. I have about the first month and a half of shows kind of uh, drafted out right now. And it is incredible to me, like how much history happens on a daily basis and how relatively little I know. And so I'm really hoping that this makes me a smarter person and that I learn more. So that's it. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day.